You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Ladies and gentlemen and low lives and cyclists and photographers, you're listening to another episode of the Emo Brown Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper. For all your medicinal, recreational, and cannabis needs, hit them. ghbuds.com. Visit them. Have them deliver. 15% off with the Emo Brown Social Club, but... It better be legit because if that shit don't clock, that shit is beyond whack, man. Beyond, bro. Como dijo el daddy, el Mac Daddy. Wiggity, 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 whack. Episodes also brought to you by. I just like listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> Support for Emo Brown Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best and below the man West grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Man's Hygiene Bundle. Mm. I'm, I'm a big fan. Of course you I'm are. I'm a supporter. How could you not be a fan? <laughs> I mean, it does you know? everything, bro. It makes it easy. It makes it effortless. It makes it clean. And no nicks, cuts, or bruises. Like, come on, man. Nobody wants to damage the family jewels. Nobody. Join over 4 million worldwide who trust in Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code Emo Brown. Emo Brown. Emo Brown at manscaped.com. It's a whole lot of webbles, bro. Bro, I mean, because it takes care of everything. They're in the webble industry. Got the deodorant, dog. Go ahead. And then you got the boxers to take care of them after you put on that deodorant. Bro. I don't wear underwear. I, I feel like yeah, we I've been with wife. Yeah, in but the it, uh, group text. I, I, Revelations I, I, were made. I told wifey like. Like it was breaking news. Is we've been together for twenty two years. Uh, I, <laughs> she didn't notice. She's like, what? She asked me, like, you don't wear underwear. I was like, I don't wear underwear. She's like, that's fucking weird. I was like, yeah, I know. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Emo Brown at Manscaped. That's right, twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscaped and use the code Emo Brown. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job. And Manscaped. they are the right tools, man. Yeah, yeah, I always thought you were the right tool. <laughs> Is that like part compliment? Part? Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, we have someone who I've met over the fucking last, I don't know, I'm going to say two years because I feel like the names have been floated around. I still have artwork that you've submitted to me that we're looking at hanging up at the office once we get that warehouse, that elusive warehouse, man. It's like the pot of gold at the rainbow. At the end of the rainbow, will we ever the find it? we get there, the rainbow just keeps just potatoing. It's no longer there. The rain goes away right. and it's, it's not like... It's like Missy Elliott says, I can't stand the rain. A father, a husband, a photographer, a ciclista, a fellow Mexican, brethren, el compita Israel Castillo is not is. Welcome to the show. What's going on, compayes? We've only been planning this for six months. (laughs) We're very good at planning. We're just horrible at executing. That's a a valid point. Primeramente, compita, saludita, saludita. Thank you for making the journey down here. Did you ride your bike? I rode my bike. Of course you did. This motherfucker rides his bike everywhere he goes. El compa. Mr. Castillo, what brings you in today? The invitation. I'm going to come down, chat it up. Nice. Yeah. 
your name precedes you. You, you. you have a lot of supporters. You have a lot of fans. You have a lot of people that have been um, lobbying for you to come on the podcast. Yes. They're like, hey, man, you need to bring him in. Hey, man, you need to bring Israel in. Hey, man, he does this. Hey, man, he does that. Hey, you guys ride bikes. You should invite Israel. So I'm like, fuck, yeah. let's get it. Let's go. That, Here we are. Breaking news. Yeah. That's how we get most of our guests, by people on the outside telling us, bring this person on, do this. And ultimately, I'm discovering and meeting new killer people, bringing them in part of our crew. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're a social club member. Yeah. You listen to the podcast. Yeah. You shoot me a little message just saying this, that, and I was like, I'm yeah. with it, bro. And then upon the upon that path, I discovered a lot of cool shit about you. Yeah. But go ahead. Let us know who you are, what you are, what are we going to do? All right. Well, Israel here, born and raised in San Diego. Uh, I was telling Steve earlier, I moved away twice to San Francisco. Just wasn't in the right frame of mind. Spent all my money partying. and uh, Sounds like you were in the perfect state of mind, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun summer. So. And then went to school up at Brooks Institute of Photography in Ventura. Did that for three years and then came back to San Diego. I had like this plan of like being a wedding photographer and just paying off my loans in 10 years or so. But I did a wedding. I'm like, no. That wasn't for you? No. Too much stress? Too many? What, what's what's I the- I wasn't feeling it. You know? Yeah, okay. I just wasn't like, A, I probably wasn't charging enough. So as soon as I got the job, I'm like dreading up until the moment where I would click. Oh. And then- I just would go for it. Then passion took over. Oh yeah. But then like, it was like three months. It's just like, Oh God, I have to go here. But, and then I did a few and I just kept trying to do it. And then I just can't do them anymore. What is the going rate for a wedding photographer? I have no idea. Oh, and that, that, it seems like everything <laughs> when planning a wedding. You know? I was going to say everything <laughs> yeah. is going to be at least yeah. 2,500 to 5,000. And I was not charging I, think, I mean, uh, um, that was what, six, seven years ago that I was married? And I think we paid about five Gs for ours, so. Yeah. Uh, how much is a divorce, Caesar? <sighs> Not mentally. I'm still, I'm still paying for it. Is it really? No, that. real shit. No, 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 no. I it mean, costs money? I mean, oh, yeah, there's a lot of numbers that went into it, but yeah, it's, oh, my it's expensive. Yeah, right. it's I love expensive. you, Wapa. I love you. 17 year anniversary. <laughs> Coming in August. What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> so you went Say to Brooks. Your chest. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Um, so you went to the Brooks School of Photography. Is that a pivotal role, pivotal step in actually becoming a photographer, going to a school? Or do you think somebody can do it strictly off passion, throwing themselves out in the street, yeah. taking photos on the regular? Oh, yeah. It's it's what you wake up wanting to do. It's what you go to sleep doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just, I felt I had to go to school and mm. I was like, from, I was a kid, you know, just, but I was never a really good student, you know, and then went to like community college and just took classes here and there for like, so many years. Cause I just worked, I worked at home Depot for like seven years. And Hell yeah. That's a great job though, man. It was cool. Like back, I started, I believe in 89 and then seven years. And then I was a paint vendor for Ralph Lauren paints. So I'd go, my clients were home Depot. So I had seven different stores I went to, but I knew so many people in the stores that I just wasn't my passion. I just, it was just a paycheck and just went there and just had filled orders. I didn't do like the extra of classes of like how to do like the faux finish and all that stuff. So then we lost our contract and I tried to freelance for a while and then went back to Home Depot. But then I went in there telling them I can only work Monday through Friday because I had like weekend gigs, like doing photography and I got it. So Hell yeah. it was like another seven years of just working and receiving, like offloading the trucks and then pulling orders for contractors. And then I lost that job. And I was kind of like, when I lost a job, I was doing this project. It was like a photo a day. So I like, had my, my phone with me and I had a project like monthly, um, just, um, just kind of lost train of thought. 
<laughs> but I would have, have like another a tequila. List of have another tequila. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so I'd had a, like a list of things to shoot daily for sure. a month. So then I did that. And then I lost my job, I believe in March. So I'm like, all right, I guess I can just focus on this project. So I shot a photo a day for a year. And then I put like a GoFundMe to have a show. So it was called hashtag 365. And it was at La Bodega. And it was like Mar- it was, uh, nice. the yeah. second show that they had. And I think only the second solo show that they ever what had. What year was this in? Uh, 2013. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. So. so so was there like a, a clear direction in mind? Like when you went to photography school, did you say, I know what I want to parlay this into? Or was it just like, I want to acquire this skill set, apply my own talents to it, and then let's see where it takes me? Kind of. I wanted to be like a newspaper photographer. But okay. And it was like the industry was kind of getting out of that. They yeah. weren't hiring. So I'm like, all right, I'll do weddings, you know? And then that was like, and okay. so then I just kept going, you know, I, I just never had, was employed as a photographer anywhere, but I had several freelance jobs, but it was something that I did every day. Like I always shot something. I always gave myself a project, you know, and I lived down by the beach. So I'd take a walk and just always have my camera and just something that I had to do. Like people ask and, you know, they ask how I get into it. I'm like, if you're not taking a photo a day, then, you know, what is, is it really it's a passion? Something, yeah. It's just something that I have to do. Like I have the camera here. Like every time I've seen you, you've always had your camera <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, you go on our, on our Sunday bike rides on occasion. And for all of you listening who have seen some of these killer black and white photos, that's the compa, is he? He's out there and he's always taking, sometimes he's incognito. You're wearing a hoodie, a little jacket. I don't even see you. And you're yeah. just taking photos. I'm like, oh shit, I don't even see you there. <laughs> and you'll send them to us. You also took upon the responsibility of heading out this last weekend to do our neighborhood beautification project. Yeah. So basically, man, when we need a photographer, you're, you up there, you, 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 you yeah. top tier photographer <laughs> that we tap on the shoulder and be like, Hey brother, like you want to cruise out and, and help us out. And look at you just always down to help us out, man. Yeah. yeah we appreciate, appreciate that, man. It goes a long ways. That's uh documenting these things is important for us as a crew to not only, you know, for promotions purposes is one thing, but just, you know, it's, it's cool to showcase how far we've come and how far we've With get. the help of, yeah. of people like Israel, man. Yeah. I mean, our social club, which you're a member of our social club is grown yeah. with people who are like-minded and have the same objective. I don't know if there's an internal clock that suddenly goes off in all of us and say, you know what? Fuck, I want to do good stuff now. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I've been selfish or I've been this, I want to do good things. And then you do one good thing. And you're like, oh shit, that felt really good. Yeah, I want to do another and then another. And now our whole crew is comprised of people who are on that, you know? And it's, and, and people are like, well, it's not just people who are married and have kids that do it. Cause I would say, man, I feel like when I got, when I had kids at that, it, it just switched something inside of me. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to do that. No. Cause we have, we have dudes and, and, and women out there who, you know, don't have kids, aren't right. married. Right. who are out there doing the same job with us, yep. you know, just walking side by side, whether it is picking up trash and putting it away, whether it's behind a camera, taking a picture, mm-hmm. whether it's you and me behind a mic talking about it, documenting for audio records or whatever. Mm-hmm. like all of us are on board doing the same thing. And I think that's why this thing is strong. Cause the guys like Israel, cause the guys like you, Caesar, and that's more like you, but then yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, what, what, how did you stumble upon emo Brown? That's weird. I always like to ask people that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chicle, just listening. I think. Pinchy Chicle. Yeah. Bro. Well, he put on his, po- like on his Instagram stories, like the podcast. And then it was just, I listened to it and just something just sparked, you know, mm. cause like, I don't know, just 
I just felt something, a connection when I would just hear you talking and just the interviews and the people you brought on and just like you, your banter between you and Caesar is just, it's awesome. It's and hatred, I, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it, it's birthed from a, a nucleus of hate. But it, I listen to it like, you know, Machita Mondays. Like, yeah. It takes me three days to get through it because like <laughs> I put it on, I'm like getting my kids ready, like making them breakfast. Oh, you listen to it around oh, your yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> How old are your kids? Five and three. Oh, hell yeah. They don't get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm 42, 42 and I still don't understand most of the shit I say. So yeah, I can only well, imagine. They have their little show going on and I'll have like the little speaker in the kitchen. Hell it's yeah. A, it's background noise. For <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And then Chicla told me about it and he's like, oh, you got to go on the show. This is like probably a year or so ago. And then just life happens. Yeah. You know, just next thing you know, it's like a year later, a year later. And then another year happens and, then, and here we are. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Which is cool. Because it's funny because I remember during my time at Fall, you were there a lot. Yeah. And you did a lot of work for, for Kevin, for Poop, and for Dave, and for Luis. And I've seen you in there a lot, but back in the day, we never really interacted. No. Like, A, you were always in there with a purpose, and B, like, I always had so much going on that I was like, uh... <laughs> You know, I'm not going to bother anybody. I'm just going to go on my merry way and take care of my business. But I knew who you were and I followed you and I loved, I loved your originality, man. Like the, the portraits on Kettner right? mm, yeah. around that time, yeah. man. Like yeah. I, I remember that project and just, you know, there were so many people that I considered friends and mentors and, but just, you've always had a way of just capturing things differently. Like how does that come to fruition? Like what, what gave you that inspiration? Is that coming from that photo a day thing? I think that and just... The people at, that I met at school, okay. there was just like a group of Latinos. There was just like, there was a Puerto Rican dude, a dude from Mexico City, Chihuahua, then myself, and then this other guy from Colorado that we just, we get together and just like, if we're not shooting projects or assignments, then we're just kind of together, just bullshitting and just like, it was a camaraderie, you know? And that was what Brooks had is like, you had... This little town, Ventura, the seaside, sleepy town north of L.A., you had this insane amount of talent there. Like, one of my homies won a Pulitzer for, like, it was a few years ago, but he is a war photographer. Like, oh, he, wow. Like, Ooh. won the Pulitzer Prize, first freelancer, like, in 17 years. And Holy It's insane. Shit. And then I have another homie who's, like, he's just doing it. He's a freelancer, single dude, just, like, but he's... Every time there's something going on in the world, he's like, there, you know? So it's like the, the group of people that I really hone the craft in, like, like some heavy hitters from that. Yeah. You know? And then like, just being, I'm very good. at just, I can have a conversation, but I'd rather just kind of sit back and be the fly on the wall and just have the camera and just wait for the moments. And that's what it's about is like, just being there and just waiting for a moment, you know, and just making sure like you're, exposures are right and like looking for the composition. I want to learn more about the project on Kenner that you brought up, but before we get there, I want to, do you still remember the first time you took a picture? Oh man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. But the one like for skating, I, my roommate, Kian Donger, he's like a San Diego local legend. Say like, with we, your chest. Kian Donger. <laughs> Lou. So, he, like him and I grew up skating and then I graduated from high school and he went up to Mira Mesa, didn't see him for like a year. And the next thing you know, he's like, next level killing shit. Yeah. It. yeah. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'm still just pushing along, like doing like tricks here and there, but I never got to like that level, you know? So I started having my camera around, you know, and then we were roommates and there was like these little rollerblader kids. So we had them sit down and then Kian 
ollied over them, you know? And <laughs> that was like one of my first like favorite skate photos. Hell yeah. Where can we find that one? So I'll send it to you. Hell yeah, yeah I, I want to see that. That's copy. pretty awesome. So, yeah. So Do you document most of your photography now online? Is it mostly on, on Instagram? On or? Instagram and I have like I have a website going on, but I just need to revamp it and kind of like, um, just kind of update it. So, but the in Instagram is for like the daily journal and the one that, that was, I guess, current got hacked. Oh, no know? way. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Wait, I remember. Photos. Yeah. That was, you, you that felt, was, you fell victim. Somebody wanted to give you money on cash app and you oh said, here God. you go. They didn't even ask me, which no? was like, wouldn't have paid, but uh -huh. like the, the way that happened is like my homie, like works upstairs got hacked. I'm like, Oh, I text him. Hey, did you get hacked? And he said, yes, but he never told me that he was locked out of his account. So like, he's a, you know, cyclist. So I'd send him bike photos and then never really got a response. Didn't even think about it. And then I get this message from him. Hey, can I send you a link? I'm like, of course, you know, <laughs> but the thing is he, it was through a text message. Like, oh shit. Was, they, they got into like his wow. text. So then I'm like, oh, okay, that's real. So then I saw the link. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. He's like, no, it's, it's me, dude. I'm like, all right. So I, all I did was took a screenshot and just kind of like narrowed in, send it back. And next thing you know, I was getting all these DMs within like two minutes. Like, what, what's going on? What the hell, man? And then I was like, tried to log in. And I was blocked out. Damn, how the hell that happened then? I have no idea. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I got like some next level hacking. Dude, the Emo Brown one got hacked and I don't even know how. One day I woke up and I couldn't log in. The Nigerian prince. That, everybody says me. that I, I, I try to donate money to a Nigerian prince. No, bro. Fake news. <laughs> Chula Vista princes, maybe. Chula Vista princesses, también. But no, and then and our shit just disappeared overnight. That's weird. Yeah. Because think about it. You know, you, you build your brand, you build your business. You're very well aware of how you did it for yourself as well. One day it's gone. It's like, oh shit, what yeah. do I do now? Yeah. You got to start from scratch and do it all over. Oh my God, such a headache. Well, it was like, I wanted to preserve the Kettner series. Like, cause that was that the is not is, is like was dedicated towards that. So then I would post like, and I was like, putting photos on really thinking about the content, like three photos. Like I kind of had like a theme for like, whether it's three photos or six photos, just, I don't know. I just, for me, visually scrolling through, I think that would look cool. Yeah. So then now like I, I can go back and then repost stuff that, you know, people may have not really looked at, which is like whatever, but it's just a lost account. I'm trying to get it back. I don't think that's going to happen, brother. Well, I try. <laughs> there's a thing where you can like say you got hacked and uh -huh. you have to do like a video of yourself and then like with the pick. Yeah, I had to do that. Tried it four times, still <laughs> nope. nothing. I'm like, I did it once and I, I it was a picture and they send you a code and you put the code yeah. on the on the little little uh, piece of paper in front of you. Take a picture. It looked like a fucking yeah. prison for looking like I was going to San Quentin or something. Bro. Yeah. I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I don't think you're getting this back. So I just got to rebuild it and do your thing. Somebody with as much talent as you, yeah. the followers and, and and everything that you had is gonna come and then. To the next level. We'll make sure you we pimp everything now because yeah. you're killing it, man. Everything you do right now, I feel thank it's like you. next level shit. Yeah, thank you. What's up with this Ketner project? I want to learn more about that. So that was just an idea. Like I had, I think my daughter was two at the time and there was a, my second daughter was on on the way. So I just had like this huge medium format camera and just, I was shooting airplanes. Like the 747 was flying into town. So I kind of like would track that and just walk around little Italy around that time and just kind of take photos of this huge airplane that, you know, no longer flies in San Diego. So I documented that, but then I have this friend, Alan Nakash, what's up, man? Um, he just has this cool style. So I'm like, Hey man, just stand in the middle of the street. So I took a photo and then this other homie came by and then he was on his bike and I had him do like a track stand in the middle of the street. 
Then another one, I'm like, I think I'm onto something. Yeah, you're like, (laughs) so then I just kept going. And through work, I meet like a lot of cool artists and photographers, and it just kind of snowballed from there. So, So can you talk about what you do for work? Yep. So, I work at Chrome Digital in Little Italy. So, we're a fine art print lab. So, we, you know, we can, people bring in artwork, we can replicate, uh, replicate it. And then we can also print on photo paper, fine art paper, canvas, metal, wood. So Damn, right up your alley. Right up your yeah. alley. Yeah. So it was like, that was kind of a dream job that I was a client. So when I was doing the, the 365 show, like I was just kind of like looking for people to kind of help out. So I went in there and, you know, I got like just photos printed there before. So I asked one of the owners if they like, you know, help out like, you know, projects and they, Totally did. And from there, I would just go in. I bring my dog in and we just kind of hang out. And then I was kind of looking for a job and I was talking to the owner, Shad, and he's just like, So you're looking for work? I'm like, Yeah. So I had a job interview like on a Thursday and he called me to see if I can come in. I was like, Well, I got this thing. Let me just, this interview, let me just go talk to them and see what they're about. And it was just for a paint mixer, like Dunn Edwards. But I wasn't really feeling it, but I needed the job, you know? Yeah. So I, I went in Friday to help at the shop. He asked me Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He's like, oh, so what's it, you want a job? I'm like, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to work here. <laughs> and then two weeks later, Dan Edwards called. I'm like, no, I got a job. Thank you. So I've been there for seven years now. Hell so, yeah, man. That place we're, is gorgeous, man. Yeah. We're small, like it's seven of us, you know, just small little family shop. Passionate about what you guys do. Oh, and just yeah. taking it yeah, to yeah, the next level. We just level. have like, incredible clients and just the people that, you know, I have met through there, you know, it kind of like got some heavy hitters on the Kettner series because of like, you know, people are willing to come down, you know, photographers and artists and other people that have met through Instagram, you know, to kind of just such a powerful tool, social media, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's bad. It brings its own set of negative things, but if you use it the right way appropriately, you can use it to build whatever platform you're looking to expand on. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yeah. So then I would bring in like, like some of my favorite photo- photographers, you know, come through Chrome, like Grant Britton, Mike Blayback, John Foster, you know, we're all Damn. like, those are like guys that I would see in the magazines. And now like, I can just send them a text and just like, Hey, I have this idea or, and, or just Isn't whatever. That crazy? It's insane. Yeah. Like kind of like look up to these guys and now like you consider them friends, you know? So, and that's just like a handful of like just a few guys that I've mentioned, but for sure. Yeah. But the idea was to get 300 people like in this, this series, but COVID hit and it kind of slowed me down for a while. So I got the 250. So, but then I had a show at fall in February, right before the lockdown. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had 209 portraits on display there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's exciting, man. So, yeah. the, the whole like building of a, 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 of an art show, what goes into it? What, oh, what yeah. goes into like putting your art on display? Cause there's a lot that goes into it. You just don't wake up one day and say, oh, you know what? I have 300 pictures that I want to put up for display and see what happens. Oh, it's like, you no. got to set it up, plan it, pull it off, and then ultimately just be like, come everybody, come everybody and look at yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, my, my first experiences were working at Fall and watching, you know, they were big into that, you know, featuring, you know, Eno at Big Trouble. Oh, yeah. And, yep. Yep. you know, I remember your series and then they're dope enough to Fucking Bobby at Tribal. Bobby yeah, Tribal, yeah. that was a cool ass one. The OG Mike Giant, you know, everybody was a part of that. And it, it's the behind the scenes maneuvering that you were just talking about. It's not like, Oh, we got these cool pictures. Let's sell them, man. It's it's a process. And you know, Luis, you know, I'm fortunate that he's such a good homie of mine and watching him want to come into his own and start 
showcasing his art, man. Like it, it took him a good six months or so from the time that he decided he was going to do it to the right. time that he picked out the appropriate ones, got it, edited him appropriately, got him over to yeah. you, got the right framework in place, yeah. got the date, got it all situated. And like that, that kind of shit, man, like yeah, I could see the stress that wears on people and you know, like every other profession, but you know, this one in, in particular, because it's, it's your passion. It's weird when something's passion driven because yeah. you pay attention to every detail, every Absolutely. little detail that you put time into, you want to make sure that you execute it and it's flawless. Yeah. You know, photography is no different than, uh, I don't know, drawing, doing a podcast, anything where that's creative and, and, and base is going to be something that you really, when we started this shit, bro, we didn't know what we were doing. And now I feel like we legitimately take it seriously. It's like, Absolutely. Hey man, we got to come with this. We got to bring that. We got to make sure we, we talk about that and touch on this. Everything that's passion driven and has some sort of creativity, you're gonna make sure you want to represent it to the fullest. Dude, my boy Israel doesn't want to go out do an art <laughs> show and then be like, "Oh, eh, well, you know what? I kind of like this photo right here. It, it, it kind of mixes with my whole theme of what I want to do." But uh, uh, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Shit, you know, like man. posting a photo is like you have to think about. Like for me, I'm like, uh, not that one, but because you say you, you tell a story yeah. on your Instagram, yeah, um, and basically everything kind of just flows from one thing to the next. I think that's cool because I approach artistic uh, Instagram pages now. In a whole oh, new yeah. life. And yeah. dude, rice or death. Yeah. When rice or death oh, yeah. posts on, on their Instagram, yeah. it's it's weaving you a tail. And, and you're just looking at it. You're like, oh, <laughs> shit. And it's cool to like go back a year when they started this project oh, yeah. to where they are now. And it's like you just kind of go back. Like, oh, fuck. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. And, and it's cool because like, I mean, recently didn't you post that you were talking about like, hey, come down. If you're in the Little Italy neighborhood, meet me for lunch. Or, yeah. you, have, you know, yeah. I want to snap a photo of you. Yeah. Like yeah. just little things like that. And it's like. How'd that go? I had a few people come down because yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was still during people just the social, you know, we're being saved. People don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, pass me that straw, but I'm using it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just flip it to the other side. So. But like the portrait on Kettner series, like the response that I had at fall was insane. Like it was like, that was a fun show. And, and that told, was February, 2020. Yeah. It was February right before. 22nd, 2020. Oh yeah. shit. Excuse me. Yeah, two, 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 yeah. two, zero. I think, I don't even, maybe it was February something. So when are you going to do another show? I haven't, do you have yeah. projects that you're working on right now that are going to ultimately lead towards the show? Well, I haven't this like this idea of like curating a photo show. So Bozata opened up again. So Carlos got a spot in Anselmo, like on fifth Avenue. So I want to do like, I have a list of 10 photographers so far, but I may like, you know, expand it. Cause I want to like have, just fill the whole walls, you know, with just 11 by 14, just framed photos. I don't want just on the wall, just thrown, just all around, you know, that's, that's my goal. Cause I saw a few years ago, hamburger eyes, like they threw this one photo show and I was just visually, it's just, there's so much to see, you know, mm -hmm. and just, you're looking at all these photos and all these different, like tech, just different photographers bring something different to the plate, you know? So I just want to like maybe get like 20 to 30 photographers Hell yeah. you know, and just like put it on the wall and it's just like have fun with it, you know? So that's, that's the goal that I've talked to Carlos about. Um, as far as other projects, just kind of shooting daily, you know, I'm, I'm documenting a lot at home, you know, cause my kids just, I'm there all the time. So I'm just <laughs> always, just trying to find cool photos of them, like different like lighting situations and just them trying not to be like hams in front of the camera, just like documenting yeah. home life, like, like growing up, like 
two little girls. That's you know, awesome, which man. Is cool. But I'm also doing like a, a portrait series with them, like every Sunday, just like stand in front of the camera. So at the end of the year, just kind of do like a video, like montage, just to see like how different their faces grow in a year, you know? Cause like this is like th- these years, they're just changing yeah. like daily and weekly. And it's insane. Stop, fool. You don't got to tell us. Yeah, man. There was crying <laughs> earlier. Yeah, we don't yeah, need yeah. it again. And yeah, this time it'll be us. And, you know, it's. I may like sometimes get all bummed out because I'm not out doing this and that, but then I'm also home and I'm like, these years I can't get back. So I just like and they check myself, fast. you know, and just like, I they need me, I need them, you know, and we just have a rat. That's time a at fucking home. killer idea. So I don't have a camera. I don't have a phone. You got a phone, you know. Somebody who is because wifey and I have talked about it. We should really like look into like you know buy a camera yeah. and, and take pictures. Somebody who's looking into getting into that. Yeah. What advice do you have? What equipment do you recommend somebody purchasing? And and, and how the fuck do I become a photographer? Even if it's not, you know, <laughs> real shit. Like how do how do how does a, a somebody like myself become a photographer? What do I need to do? What are the boxes I need to check to consider myself a photographer? I think just start with your phone. Okay. Like the three sixty five project that I did was all with my phone. All right. You know, so I'll go back and talk about that real fast. So each month I had like, they were all five by sevens, except I would pick an eight by 10 of my favorite photo for that month to kind of break up the month and, you know, just how it all looks the same, you know? So like January was like maybe January 1st and then February was like in the, in the middle of the month, so just kind of break up how it looked on the wall to kind of keep it visually interesting. So, but phones are a good way or like a nice point and shoot camera. If you don't want to think about like messing with the exposures, just like- That gets tricky. It can be tricky. Yeah. Cause you have to just think on the fly, you know, you're just like going back, you know, just whether it's your shutter speed or, you know, so yeah, a, a good point, good point and shoots like a way to go like Ryko or Fuji's. How much are those things? They can be from five to like 2000 bucks. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There's man. an investment that comes to the stick to the phone. <laughs> but the phones take great photos, man. You know, Especially just, nowadays, like, you can, man. Nowadays. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be cool to get my three boys, line them up. And, and I guess, yeah, every day before they go to school is take a picture of them as they go. Because right now yeah. I have a preschooler, I have a second grader and a fourth grader. I'm, yeah. I'm already behind, you know, I'm already late in the game. <laughs> I can't start, start them all fresh, but it's like now moving forward. It's like maybe when they get back to school, it's like, boom. Boom, and just do every day and just kind of set something up. And just and it, like, with kids, you can't like expect them to be like smile. That's like, good. My little one, she gives like the biggest ham. And so it's, it's fun to see like, like the reactions and all that. So, but it's, it's a cool project. Just, I enjoy doing it. So. I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately <laughs> going to look into doing something like that. Cause since, especially, you know, Memories, bro. My little boys. And they're getting bigger quickly and it just bums me out that I'm like, oh man, you're taller already. Oh man, your face is changing. Oh man. man. People give me shit so often about the amount of pictures that I take. And I always just laugh because I'm like, you know what? I don't care, man. Like in the past, I was taught through tragedy, unfortunately, like when some of my best friends, I lost them. I'm like, man, I wish I had more memories that I had documented. Like I have memories that are always going to live within me, but it's cool to be able to revisit that stuff. So I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. I might bother you for a second, but you know, I I have that memory documented and that's cool. And that can carry you a long way. And there's, there's projects that come out of that and there's fun things that can emerge from that. So I, I, I'll never apologize for the amount of pictures I take as as annoying as people (laughs) like might think I am. I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. Like this means a lot to me for different reasons. And like, now I look back and it's a trip, like thinking about it. Like the other day was like my nephew's birthday. And then, um, 
a couple days ago, it was my best friend's little girl's birthday. And like, I could look back and have pictures from them from they, when they were days old right. to when they were months old to when they were years old. And, and that made me feel good. I'm like, man, that's so cool that I've been able to capture all of this. And now I don't apologize for being the annoying asshole going, Hey, yeah. Hey, stay still. Hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on. Yeah. You know, cause that kind of stuff brings, it brings, it brings me satisfaction down the road. Yep. You will never not be the non-annoying asshole <laughs> if it makes you feel better. <laughs> can always count on you for that. Although, although this man used it to cheat. I'm not going to lie, dog. You used it to cheat. Tell us about the anniversary gift for your wife. Which one? Oh, the birthday. Yeah, the birthday oh, gift. The birthday Sorry, card. man. Yeah. yeah, man. I was like, well, my faces? Yeah. That was so fucking cool, man. <laughs> so every day I send her a photo that I made it to work. You know, I just there's a spot like at work that I'll just take a picture of myself and I'll send it to her. So... It was her birthday in February. So I'm like, oh, what am, you know, I'm just going to look for a card. She's going to listen. She's going to listen to this, bro. <laughs> well, it's actually hanging in her room. Okay. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right. yeah. So I, I put together, with the help of my friend Jimmy Negretti at work. Um, what up, Jimmy Negretti? Negretti. He's from Chula Vista. What's up then? Yeah. So he helped me put all these photos together. So there's like 100, 121 photos of me, like just from last year, just in a card, you know? Hell so, yeah. So yeah, it's, and I still do it. Chivato romantico el vato, bro. Yeah. I just stumbled upon this idea. I didn't know what to get you. I did Happy birthday. So. <laughs> did you I do it? I cool wall. I'm like, oh, yeah, I made it to Jewel Vista. So. Yeah. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like originality and setting yourself apart. Like that's not easy. I mean, that's what industry. makes you an artist. You yeah. know, that, just thinking outside of the box and like, and you know what? This would be cool. And then just kind of being consistent with it. It's like, yo, this is still fucking cool. Well, I'm I mean, going to keep doing this. It's it, when, when we find, cause we've been talking about this forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when, when, you know, he told me that you had confirmed and you were coming in and I was thinking about like, you know, how I met you and how I followed your work. And then I started going into a, you know, of course I was high and started going down that, that rabbit hole of like, man, what's it like to be a photographer? And I've been fortunate <laughs> enough to know so many of them. Yeah, I really yeah, have. Yeah. I'm going to get high today and think about being a photographer. <laughs> well, it's just like, cause everywhere you look, you for sure know a bunch of people that do that. Now whether we do for sure. Yeah. yeah. Whether yeah. it's yeah. professionally, whether it's just for, for fun, whether it's something that's like a, a side hustle, you know, a lot of people and it's like, what can you do to differentiate yourself? What can you do to like set yourself apart? And I don't think any artist really thinks of that. They're just thinking about what makes their craft theirs. You what's know? cool for me. You yeah. know, what's appealing to my, yeah. that's how we should approach shit though. For sure. You know? And I, in looking through your old work, man, like you're taking pictures of, a random liquor store at night. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're, you're taking pictures of, yeah. of the lion at the zoo. You're yeah. taking pictures of people that you happen to come across. Like how do, how does that come to fruition? Like, you know, is it just like a random spark that you get sometimes? I think just riding, like commuting on my bike. Yeah. And then it was towards the end of like the time change. Cause it's like when we're changing, like I'm riding at night, like it sucks. Like I wear this super reflective jacket and like coming off of Corinth, like when, everything was locked down. I was riding my bike. Like I was still, I was off for a week during 2020. And then, so there was so much documentation I did of COVID, like empty streets. Bro, that picture you posted the other day, it looked like something out of I Am Legend. Oh, it was crazy, dude. It was like, that was like five o'clock on a Thursday. And I'm like, it was insane. Empty. empty. Like looking down 7th Avenue towards downtown, you know, just insane so there's those like, are weird times those are a those lot were i have weird like times. a lot of those like so i would like to do like a little maybe zine of, of hell yeah like those. but oh. as far as the process like, it's always just 
having the it's, camera with me. So, <laughs> bro, have you have you ever seen downtown look like that? Yeah, that was gnarly. After, uh, before the Padres were good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut to the core of you? <laughs> yeah. No, man. That reminds me of some fucking Walking Dead stuff right there. When they're going down on horseback down the streets and there's nobody down. Uh, yeah. COVID was a, it, it created a different atmosphere. It created a different a, a different canvas for for artists to look at and be like, oh, I want to do this. Yeah. I never knew this many artists. Right. You know, I never knew, and 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 I turns out that I did. I just wasn't viewing my surroundings through those eyes. Right, yeah. And now and everywhere I look, it's like, oh, dude, my dude, yeah, he does screen printing. Oh, my fucking dude, yeah, he does, he's a photographer. Oh my God, yeah, and he does like, he's a graffiti artist. Oh, this guy has a, a brand. And, and now it's like, I look around, I'm like, holy shit. I've always been surrounded by creative people, yeah. which in a sense has helped me become a little bit more creative, tap into what I want to do and kind of just build from there. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. I don't feel like a pretender anymore hanging out with you. I don't feel like a pretender anymore hanging out with like a chicle, you know? It's like, it's like, I feel like I'm doing something that's creative as well. And, and it's like, hey, look at, check out our art. You know, we right, put it yeah. out every Monday. We put it out every this day, every that day. And, and, and it just becomes fun. I like being part of that community where people are hitting us up. Dude. You're part of the home, like our houses, you know, like you bring, we're. How fucking scary is that? I'll, sometimes I'm the yeah. first voice you hear getting up in the morning. <laughs> Dude, that, that still trusts me out to this day when like BB tells me that. And he's like, yeah. I wait for that thing to be posted and it's the first thing I listen to when I get into the brew house and I'm like, holy shit, you're on the complete opposite side of the country. Yeah, and it's when it's four o'clock in the morning for me, that's the first thing you're listening to. Like yeah, it, yeah. stuff like that trips me out. And then like, you know, when he's going through the when he's going through like the statistical data and he's like, Yeah, bro, there's people in Germany listen to us. But we're huge. This the real shit. I don't know what happened, but in, in in March, February, the whole first quarter of this year, we're fucking huge in Germany. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, bro. We're, we're, we're getting like over, uh, what was it? Like 250 streams a month wow. out there. I'm like, who the yeah. fuck is listening to us out there, bro? There's gotta be some fucking, some paisa here from Chula Vista who's out there just listening. I gotta listen to my dudes. I gotta listen to my dudes. It's just Straight awesome. Yeah. I was walking around, I don't know, in Barrio or somewhere. I don't know where we were. And I was ordering something. I was talking and somebody just taps, you're the guy from the podcast. I was like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, I recognize your voice. I was like, oh shit, that's scary. That's, that's yeah, weird. Because cool. we say some yeah. outlandish shit. <laughs> yes. You know, we say yeah. some dumb shit, bro. Well, yeah. that happened to me here with uh, Jason Wood, and I was like, hey, well, shit, first off, you're a little bigger than me, so tell me why you. Know, <laughs> why why do you remember me? Why do you remember <laughs> what me? What did I say? Hell yeah, man. I, I look forward to having you do something here at the brewery, you know? And, and it's like, I, I feel like I was heavily influenced by what Dave does at, at, at fall from oh, the yeah. get this yeah, to this sure, day. Man. They're still my biggest, the, the, the best brewer that I, I know of yeah. that I go to fall brewing is still my go-to. You know, I, I love it. It's awesome. It's a lot of the same things that I want to do. They do it their way. We do it our way. Yeah. And, and I feel like ultimately it's all for the community. Cause when I think of a community brewery, aside from us, I think fall, you know, cause fall really, really encompasses everything that they do as it relates to the community yeah. and us in the same token, we do the same shit down here. Yeah. So I look forward to you coming down here and, and, and doing one of your shows and, sure. yeah. and let's make it happen. Bro. Right, let's do it. What yeah. else you got for us before we let you go? What else do we Hey, got? you bike a lot. You cycle a lot. I commute. Yeah. We're like, we did have two cars. We went down to one car. So I'm just like, how long is the ride from home to work? Like four to five miles. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Hell it's a yeah. Little, little trot. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of hills. Yeah, like I can either go kind of flat or like hilly. You, the you hillies are the, 
or like the short routes, the flat is a long one. So I just kind of like mix it up. How adventurous do you feel that day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wednesdays are usually Wednesday, Thursdays are the hill days, you know? Okay. Just, yeah. Keeps you in shape, huh? Keeps yeah, you tip top. Well, I have to, man. Like 51, two little girls. You're 51? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Just reminds me how old I look. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, homie. I use Manscaped on my face. What's up? <laughs> I maintain that youthful look, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, we actually have some questions for Iz. Get it, dog. We've unlocked a new level with it. Yeah, man. People we were got? excited, bro. This is a good one. From the homie J. Clip. Favorite architectural spots to take pictures of in San Diego? Oh, that's Clip. such a Justin question. That motherfucker is high all the time. And that's how they come up with these creative questions, man. Um, I like the new buildings that are being popped up, even though like they're taking away some of like the neighborhood stuff. Like, yeah. But the Siegel, like Jonathan Siegel has some pretty cool... Like just cool looking buildings. Just okay. like they're just structures, just they're modern. There's a lot of buildings. angles. A lot of angles, a lot of windows, you know, stuff like that. I like bridges. Like I'm a huge bridge nerd. Yeah. You know? Well what's funny when I was telling you yesterday we went on a little walk after we went to Sisters Pizza and we did two of the bridges. And like Bankers Hill to me is such oh, a yeah. San Diego place because it's like the mix of brand new high rise. Is that in Chula Vista? Uh, yeah, I never heard of it. <laughs> and also the old like colonial style historic houses yeah. that have still been preserved for years, man. That neighborhood is such a trip. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, does San Diego offer a lot of that for you? Uh, it, I can. Yeah. It, it just depends. Like when I'm being on a bike, you just see so many different neighborhoods and just things. It paints a different general. portrait it's when a, you're out in them streets, huh? Yeah. Cause you're not just, you're, you know, you're alert cause you're on your bike, you know, but I can also look around, you know, and I can also just like slow down and just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Turn around. I'm also huge into like cars, like older cars or Volkswagens, like just kind of like in their habitat. You know, I, oh, I did like a right. series on Volkswagen, like old Volkswagens, you know, just like the curved stuff. So damn, did we just find our new photographer, the Emo Brown Car Club? Yeah, bro. Oh, shit. Bro. Low riders too, man. Bro. Get down with my my truck in. just came back, dude. Oh, I just got to yeah, paint it. Cool. Yeah. If this one doesn't get Ace Rossing, you're going to be like, all right. Let's take it. I'm ready. <laughs> um, we got we to gotta, like, build yeah. an Evil Brown, like one of those I, car club I, little I, things. I couldn't believe that you said that was still going to get painted because that thing already looks sharp, ah, nah, bro. fuck that. That's a like blue color. Looked a little too Dodger loving for me, bro. <laughs> I know now. Shout out to LA. What's cracking? <laughs> we're one week removed from saying we're not going to shit on LA that much anymore. I didn't shit on LA, I, I just don't like that blue color. To me, it, it doesn't. It's like you drew a weird a line in the sand. You said, you know what? The, the blue on the truck is more Laker purple than it is Dodger blue, though, because it's it's got That's a little fair. bit of a, a metallic like it little does. shine yeah, 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 on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's I'm, I'm getting rid of all that shit. Getting ready, getting rid of all that shit, man. Hell yeah! What else yeah. do we got for him? We got. I know we got two. If and when the opportunity arises, would you be open to share your knowledge with the next generation? Of course. And let me preface that Emo Brown Foundation. What we do, what, what we want to create with that is in specific it is it, kind of like a network where the students that we award our scholarships not necessarily financial but more of a network that they can tap into mm-hmm. you know so that that's a very important who asked that question that's a very good question that was from the homie oscar hey, all right compita oscar feliz cumpleaños i know it's just his birthday or it's going hey. to be his birthday whatever happy birthday my um dude. great question we've asked people in the community like hey man when we give the the scholarship recipients i say your duty as a recipient 
It's to go through the path that you're going to go to and come back and pay it forward yeah. to the next generation. Yeah. To have somebody like you, to have other artists in the group where people will have access to you. Hey, I want to be a photographer. Yeah. What can you teach me? What can you learn? So you're down to do that. I'm down to do a that. mentor. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got yourself a photography mentor. Yeah. What? Somebody uh. who wants to show you how to become better at this fucking craft. And he's yeah. got a follow up to that first that I think is really awesome. What would be your opening act? Such as if Emo Brown form a hobby day instead of a career day, like how would you open up to teach the next generation? What do you think that first? Uh... Probably just like a little photo walk, you know, just maybe just get together and just talk to whoever's like interested. And then just from their interest, you know, whether we can schedule like going to through walk through Babel Park and yeah. just, like, just start off something simple, you know, I was always told like, if you can't take a photo in your own backyard, how do you expect to take one like out? Okay. You know? So that's like, I've always like taken that to heart, you know, especially like Shit. having like, like my first kid, like Mike, all right, I'm determined. Like I'm going to be here, you know? So I just point the camera at home, you know? And that's still to this day, I point the camera at home. So when I'm out and about, there's so much more to see, you know? And just, so that's what I would do. You know what I heard? Yeah. You know what I heard? I heard Israel's going to take a bike ride. I, I heard a, that Israel is going to lead a bike ride to Balboa Park and uh, we're all going to take our cameras uh, and he's going to take us down a path on how to take pictures and uh, we're going to do a whole, a whole collection. I yeah, love that, yeah. that. Fuck yeah. around and have people, 50 people show up with cameras and yeah, we're going to yeah, camera, your bro. phones, whatever. You know? Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're a big proponent of using our iPhones or whatever phone to take cameras and photos or it's, pictures with rather? going away. You know, oh. it's just like another tool, you know, because yeah. I have... When I started like the, the portraits with my kids, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just use this medium format camera. I'm like, but I have like five cameras. Why just limit to that? You know, I can just, if I have, I don't feel like shooting that, I'll shoot my 35 or I'll shoot my phone or I'll shoot my Nikon or whatever else, you know? So I'm just like, <laughs> Hell yeah. it's just about the tools that you have. And just if people don't have cameras, we all got phones and they're, the phones now are badass. Yeah. You know, so better, better than some cameras like on how to like, you know, better shoot with your phone. So, okay. Hey man, let's, let's plan that shit. That'd be fun. Let's plan that. That would be a A nice, a nice ride to Balboa Park. How far? Wait, wait, wait. Let's take it easy. Okay. Take it easy. How far is Balboa Park? You guys rode farther yesterday. (laughs) You guys, these motherfuckers. (laughs) I didn't ride. These guys (laughs) are on electric bikes. The majority of them. (laughs) The ones that here giving like, Hey man, well done. Job. Well done. Excellent job. Are on electric bikes. (laughs) All right. The guys giving shout outs because the guys that were, or the people that were on regular bikes, we were out of breath. You know, yeah. we, we, we can't, we can't be like, Hey, good job. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't talk shit. Cause I didn't even go this last weekend, but yeah, oh, like but I, I OB wanna... is a great ride. Yeah. You know, yep. going to Balboa park would be a fucking great ride. Imagine fun. going to Balboa park. You know, we go out, we go through there, go the through Prado, the, little, the bridge. You know, right there. Whatever. I'm going to put the onus on you, man. Right. You get us like maybe like whatever, a nice little tour through the park on places you think we should take our camera. We'll have everyone take a camera or their phone and yeah. we're going to, you know, pa, 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 take yeah. some photos and get it done. Yeah. Maybe create a nice little fucking, a little zine like you were saying earlier and then just okay. be like a nice little yeah. Emo Brown zine that we sell for fucking uh, raising funds, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, there you go. It'll be awesome. The weed yes. has kicked in and the, buc- <laughs> and, the bu- <laughs> and the Bucanitas is just on top like, go Miko, you're doing a good job, Miko. Get here. Wake up, guy. Wake up. Wake up. Awesome. Shit, yeah, man. I'm telling you, wifey and I legit want to buy a camera. $250 budget is legit. I think so. You think so? What's the what? What am I buying? What camera am I buying for this bike? Like, what I'll do is I'll have to just 
look and I'll send you some links. And I'm going to share those links with everybody. And there you go. Because I know there's a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people that really want to. Because I, I get it, bro. You can do it on your phone. Our phones are awesome. I've got like 17 fucking cameras on the back, whatever. Yeah. They're cool. But it's not like strapping a nice little camera around your neck. Or I want to show the world like that some... I'm a photographer. Yeah. So when I, so one, one photo that I'm pretty proud that I took was during the third protest during the Black Lives Matter movement. So I was sitting at work and I just, I missed all the other protests going on. So I was on Instagram live about to leave and I saw they were going towards Fifth Avenue. So I had my, my, this little Canon sure shot that fits in my back pocket. So I rolled there. It's like a digital camera? It's like a little digital camera that okay. just like, it's tiny, but it's so awesome. So I saw that they're all lined up like Fifth and University and they were gonna march towards North Park down University. So I'm like, Georgia Street Bridge. So I rode my bike, like posted up, stood behind this one lady. Waited. Waited. Had my bike like on the sidewalk. It's like a sniper. Fuck it. I'll deal with it, you know? But I just saw like the whole crowd just kind of like merged up to like park and university. Yeah. And I actually saw Luis. Yep. It was like on a skateboard, like yep. just taking photos. So I snapped a photo of him, but then I got a photo of the crowd walking down like- Casas was University. there too. Yeah, yeah, Casas, Casas, Casas yeah. posted a photo hey, of that too. Yeah. To me, I've seen three different fucking dope ass shots from the three you just mentioned. Yourself, yeah. Luis, yeah. and Casas. And yeah. I was like- I saw Luis, I saw Casas. I'm gonna have to find yours and we're gonna post it up right now. But I saw Casas, like he had his huge Nike. He's like, what do you got? I'm like, oh, I got this. He's like, oh, what? I'm like- Wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Casas, that's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> I got to get on Casas' team. We still need him, bro. I'm a man. We love you. <laughs> Fuck around and find out about our emo club yeah, social bro. members, bro. So, so is that your everyday camera that you're carrying This is with my you? everyday camera. Oh, what okay. is that? What is that? This Drop is some knowledge. A Fuji X100F. So it's like a little like point and shoot. That don't look digital. 24 megapixels. It is digital. Oh, it has shit. Like a oh, retro shit. look to it. Yeah. Yep. I want that one. How, how much does that yeah. cost? So this one is probably like oh shit, that is yeah. Oh, I don't want that one anymore. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I just bought an accordion. Why is already going to beat my ass if I get it? <laughs> that looks fucking dope, though. Yeah. yeah. Can I pay in installments? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hey, yeah. with a firm, dude. I don't know if you guys have been doing a lot of purchasing lately because uh, there's a new, not new, but a, a new way to purchase things called a firm. Where you go into a specific website and on the bottom, if you click when you're, how are you gonna pay? There's like a firm, and a firm is like a. It'll let you break your payments. It'll let you break your payments down. So I'm like, hold on a second. I'm over here buying all my hobby shit. Wapa, we're buying ourselves a Fuji camera. It looks old school. Without like the whole credit card, like, right? No credit card, no interest on most of the products that you buy are just interest fee or just paying the principal. It's like Afterpay or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's a firm, it's Afterpay, there's a couple other ones. I like the Affirm. I've been buying my my, my musical instruments and shit like right. on installment yeah. payments. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. In three months, yeah. you can pay it off. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't yeah. have to justify because it's only 200 a ton. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a bike. So that's like my next thing. So yeah. yeah. Citygrounds.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not sponsored by them yet, but damn it. Yes. Every Sunday, <laughs> you. every is. fucking Sunday, I see a new City Grounds bicycle on the oh, fucking cool. track, man. What are you looking to city? get? I, there's an all city, city, like professional city bike. Okay. So it's just like, it's flat bars, but it's either gear. Does it have the long elongated back area? It's kind of like a regular road bike, uh -huh. but it just has like the flat, board, all right. flat bars. On. Hell so yeah. you don't have to like, not the drop. So. It's just easier to maintain. That's that's the way I ride. Cause I'm not like a spandex guy, which is like no disrespect. 
But all I, the I, disrespect. Well, Go ahead, handle it. You wear spandex, you cowards. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> I wear the padded shorts. Hell yeah. Oh, on you top got of that. It, oh, man. If you don't do that, I'm yeah. wondering what's uh, yeah. your tolerance. Yeah. Uh, my butt hurts <laughs> for two days if I don't yeah, wear padded shorts. So, with all due respect, I don't wear the spandex on the out and the exterior. It's more on the interior. So I'll wear like the shorts with the the little, the onesie, the Borat, I call it. So, oh, the, so I wear the yeah, Borat, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I wear, I wear like regular, like non weenie clothes on the outside. So I don't know, <laughs> respectfully. respectfully, so I don't look like a weenie on the streets <laughs> or a Fred. So Do you know, I found out a term called Fred. Which is a, like the cyclists who are like weekend cyclists who dress up in the whole get up the oh, whole yeah. gear, but they're like very novice. I don't know if that's disrespectful to them. I didn't create it. I ain't calling you a Fred, but I like to just dress normal. If you go on our bike rides, which I encourage you to do, Compa Israel can attest. You can attest for one of them, Caesar. I'd like to see one more of them. It's just like we're very chill. County, you'll yeah. see me you know, we're, we're very chill when we go on our rides. Yeah. We dress fucking very normal, yeah. very laid back. Yeah. Every now and then somebody does come in in a little bit of spandex and we kind of look at them a little funny and be like, do you, Papa? BG, remember when, it, when I took Chief out that mm -hmm. day? Motherfucker came out in flip flops. It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Every time we do bike, because he'll actually go up to North County and like ride with me in Oceanside and shit. The fool loves it right in his flip-flops. Wow. And I'm like, wow. dog, we're doing 25 yeah. miles, 30 miles. And he's like, ah, this is natural to me. I'm like, Damn. what the fuck? I look forward to this being more <laughs> of something that we start doing. Hmm? Right. Israel Castillo. Yes. Emo Brown Social Club member. Yeah. Yeah. There is a wealth of talent in these in, in, in our group of members, bro. We've got a lot of talent. So it's something, and it's like, you know what? We spearheaded yeah. it today. Con el compaís. All right? We spearheaded it today. We did. Compa Israel came in. He talked about it, what he did. He, we, we, we found him in the pool of awesome people that we have in the social group. Let's do it again. Yeah. You know, maybe like we reach out and like the, 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 the member spotlight of the month. Con for the month of March. Oh, it was Israel Castillo, you know? I like it's that. like, sus, bro. The weed has kicked in. <laughs> Hard. That, hey, man. He's like a conductor wow. with his hands over here. Look at that. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, <laughs> so you know, moving forward, you know, we, we it, it only took a year and a half to make this shit happen. Here we go. Bro, you know, yeah, but now yeah. that we got it, now that we greased the door, we're we going in. We so, going you know, in. we're going to leave it within. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not we're going to, we're going to put it, the onus on the group, yeah. on the discord where everybody <laughs> sure. will go ahead and nominate somebody to come there in, you, you know, and then I we like bring that. them in. So yeah. the month of I April, like that. We're looking for somebody. Uno. We're looking for one of you members within the social one. group. Prerequisite. Ah, ah, Prerequisite. Ah, ah. Must be a member for two months. Oh, oh what's shit. up? All right. We'll be dropping no, out the payments. No pretenders. All right. So we're going to wait two months and then be like, I'm going to hit this shit up right now because I'm, okay. I'm ready. Oh, I'm, I'm firing in the oh, weed's going to wear off and then I'm going to forget. Wait, what? I, I know I got to buy an $800 Fuji on installment <laughs> payments now, fool. Looks old school, but the money is very 2022. <laughs> shit, bro. We're going to put it out on the Discord. It's, and it's we'll a be modern like, day layaway. Like, hey, yo, April. Layaway. April. Who's going to be our featured Emo Brown Social Club okay. member? That's dope. I like Guess it. on the Emo Brown podcast. Hell yeah. There it dope. is. I'm going to nominate myself. A tip of the cap. You, you will never be on there because you're on here. Come yeah, on, guy. No double dipping. <laughs> no double dipping. <laughs> it's not what I did. You did. We did. Okay. We broke the hey. seal with Israel. All right. All right. We, 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 hey, we, we set the bar pretty fucking high. Hey. When it comes to talent, when it comes to creative, when it comes to passion driven, you broke it all down for us. Motherfucker, it. you even created a new event. We're going to we're going to have yeah, a nice little excited that'd about be, that. That'd be cool. We're going to have excited yeah. about that. A bike about at Balboa. Yeah. Oh, oh. You know what's funny? Oh, you, you know what's funny? Oh. I know uh, for a fact that that'll get Luis on the bike ride finally. Boom. Is that is that your goal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. weird. My goal is to get you on our bike ride. So there it is. Two birds, una pinche pelota. Translation? 
<laughs> Over 80 million huevos shaved. Easy <laughs> <laughs> Castillo. Yes, sir. A pleasure, bro. My brother. Let's I'm you excited too, for you to fucking yes. finally come on here and all the stars were lined up. Uh -huh. You wait, man. Yeah. When we get our office, I'm gonna fucking just slam it with all of your stuff on me, man. I, I, I can't I can't fucking I wait. It's a pleasure to to be Thank you. in a circle with you as well. You know? Yeah. Thank you, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, follow him. Triangle. On is not is. How do I spell it? I-Z underscore I-S. Boom. You want to know why? Because all of this shit is on there and it's all magical. And delicious. Mm -hmm.